Hi, my name is Amanda Azapati. I have an aesthetics business in the northwest of England. My main interest in aesthetics lies in rejuvenation of the aging facial features. And over the next few weeks, I'm going to be doing a, a few podcasts, which will address a few concerns that my patients often come to me with. I'm going to include some educational advice, which we can all take a bit on board to slow down the signs of aging. I hope you enjoy the podcast. And if you have any questions, I have a Facebook or a website, amandaazaparty.co.uk. You can send me a message. The changes that occur to your skin through age are largely affected by all the underlying structures. All over your body, as you age, there are changes to muscles, bones, joints, and these all affect your posture, the way you walk, leading to weakness and slowed movements. Especially in women during menopause, the bones lose calcium and minerals, leading to a loss of bony mass and density as they age. So how does it affect your facial appearance? These age-related changes beneath the surface of the skin can make you look older prematurely. Between the ages of 25 to 50, people reach their peak bone mass and by 40, it starts to deteriorate. Your body reabsorbs calcium and phosphate instead of keeping it in your bones, making them weaker. And when this process reaches a certain stage, it's called osteoporosis, which may lead to fractures and injuries. So factors that contribute to bone loss include um, a low calcium diet, lack of exercise, smoking, taking corticosteroids, which are often used for disease processes such as asthma, bowel disease or lupus, um, and sources of calcium that you can replace in your diet include milk, cheese, dairy foods, green leafy vegetables, soya beans um, and soya drinks, nuts and fish like sardines with that you eat their bones. Um, calcium and vitamin D and omega-3 supplements are always always a really good idea to improve your bone strength. But this is just one layer of your facial structure that deteriorates with age. So the next layer is the muscle loss that I'd like to talk about. So muscle loss with age um, is called sarcopenia. So Muscle deterioration is a natural process, but a sedentary lifestyle can accelerate this. Skeletal muscle mass, which are muscles that attach themselves to your bones, start to deteriorate. So people um, start to look more flabby and changes start to occur in your 30s and rapidly accelerate through your 40s and 50s. This leads to sagging, flabby, crepey facial features. These changes can be accelerated by disease or medications, but this layer is the easiest to build up by simply getting off the couch. A sedentary lifestyle and the TV are your worst enemy. And the longer you stay active, um, mobile and flexible with your joints, the longer you will enjoy life. Muscles take longer to react in your 50s to the, the spread, the transmission of impulses from your brain to your muscles. So you can't respond as quickly and more injuries occur. Your heart muscle also becomes less able to propel large quantities quantities of blood around your body. So you take longer to recover. And the tendons, um, they tighten as you age. This is the tissue that attaches the muscle to the bone. They get stiffer and less able to tolerate stress. So um, this is because they lose water content, which leads to injury. 
The next layer that has a significant effect on your appearance is the fat pads in your face. As they diminish and sag with age or weight loss, the upper and middle third loses structure and fullness and the lower third becomes heavy in appearance. Where the fat pads are depleted, the skin begins to sag. You look hollow and wrinkled due to the loss of fullness. So fat pads in the upper face atrophy, which means waste away with age, and the lower face hypertrophy, which means they become fuller, changing the triangle-shaped face of youth into an aged, square-looking face, heavy-looking face. So the deeper fat pads in the cheeks reduce in size and then cease to support the more superficial fat pads, which then begin to sag on the surface of the skin. As they sag, the face loses its structure, the fat accumulates in the lower areas and the skin loses its elasticity. The other things that can occur are the eyebrows and eyelids start to droop, the wrinkles and, and lines become more obvious um, as the underlying support stru structure collapses. So volume is lost under the eyes, which makes you look tired. Temples and cheeks become hollowed, which were previously hidden under the fat pads exposing now the bony rims um, and this is really aging to your face. The tip of the nose can often droop and, and the nasolabial folds or the nose to mouth lines become deeper as the cheeks sag with heaviness, um, increasing these lines. So the lips straighten or turn down with age and you can get sad lines or marionette lines. Um, the jowl sags, the jawline sags, um, and it becomes less defined. So jowls form at the front of your face, which can lead to a turkey neck appearance. The loss of volume doesn't occur evenly on both sides of our face, and we're not symmetrical. We're not even on both sides either to begin with. The, the loss of um, volume or saggy eyelids on one side or... Um, a saggy cheek on one side and not the other. There's the skin changes that are the most visible signs of aging and the evidence of fine lines, deep wrinkles, white or grey hair. Your skin is the largest organ in your body and it houses even your nerve receptors that allow you to touch or feel pain. It helps your body maintain its fluid and electrolyte balance. It's susceptible to all the environmental pressures we put it under, such as sun exposure, sun baking, smoke ex exposure, uh, bacteria from makeup, toxins, radiation. Um, we expose it to poor nutrition and periods of alcohol excess. It, and it protects us from all of this. It really is amazing. The first part of our body to sustain injury and to have to heal a wound is your skin. It protects us from the environment and it controls our body's temperature. There are three main layers of the outer part of the skin. So the epidermis, which contains pigment cells and proteins, so this, the colour in our skin. Um, the middle part is the dermis, which contains skin cells or blood vessels, nerves, um, oil glands, and provides nutrients to the dermis, the upper layer. And the inner layer, the dermis, can, has the sweat glands, the hair follicles, the blood vessels, and the fat pads. So... The aging process makes the outer layer of our skin, the epidermis, thin, and the number of pigment-containing cells, the melanocytes, decreases. So with aging, our skin looks thinner, paler, clearer, or translucent. Um, the connective tissue reduces the skin's strength. Blood vessels become more fragile, which leads to um, bruising under the skin, and sebaceous glands produce less oil, leading to dry, itchy skin.
sub, um, subcutaneous fat layers decrease, leaving you more susceptible to skin injury as you are more exposed to the environmental temperatures. Um, and as you age, you get skin growth such as skin tags, warts, brown patches from sun damage or hormonal patches, and pink rough patches appear. So we can't avoid the aging process. However, there are things we can do. We can do to, so to um, improve skin elasticity. A good skincare regime will improve your overall firmness and collagen and elastin levels to support the underlying fat pad changes. It's always a good idea for, um, to maintain good hydration and full sun protection. And not smoking will reduce the effects of aging dr dramatically. So there are a couple of op options. Going under the knife in the past, people have turned to surgical facelifts. However, they're now realising that sim this simply lifts and tightens the skin, but it doesn't address the fat pads or the structural layers um, and the underlying structures that are more pertinent in, uh, in supporting the upper layers of the skin. So a more effective and safer option now is to replace the volume in your face with dermal fillers to lift the areas of fat pad loss and restore volume with a non-surgical facelift. These have become very popular. With an aim to rebalance the fullness across your face, um, there's been a lot of detailed advances in facial mapping and aesthetic medicine in the early 2000s which maintain that dermal fillers now can be incredibly precisely and effectively used to restore fullness. So by targeting the cause of the volume loss and tailoring the approach to the patient's specific needs, each person has specific facial features and are at a specific stage of the aging process. So there's very little downtime with these procedures compared to a surgical facelift and we can safely achieve a far more natural result than simply using fillers to mask wrinkles. So your face will look aged if you have lines and wrinkles, if you're suffering fat pad loss, volume loss, sun damage with dark spots and a dull complexion. If, so if you would like some advice on how skincare or dermal fillers can assist you to counteract the effects of the ageing process, please get in contact. Thank you for listening today. I hope it has been helpful. If you would like some further information, please let me know and we can book a consultation to discuss your treatment options further. I have a website at www.amandaazapardi.co.uk. That's Azapardi spelled A-Z-Z-O-P-A-R-D-I. Or you can phone or text me on 7 938 I also have Instagram and Facebook, Amanda Azapardi Aesthetics. Have a great day and thanks for listening.